What's going on, everybody? W here, back with the New School Gaming Podcast. Joined with me is my co-host. The Thick Baby. And let's just jump right into it with some video game news. Yeah, 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 let's get it. So, this week, kind of a big update happened to one of Steam's most notoriously bad-rated games out there. Payday 3. Really? I enjoy Payday. So, Payday 2 was amazing. It was okay. great. That's true. Payday 2 was amazing. I don't think I played number 3. I, I didn't play 3 either. But I'll just read what I wrote real quick. Payday 3 uh, is to get an update called Payday 3 Legacy Heists. It's receiving two new heist levels, a new skill line, and new animations, as well as remastered versions of Payday 2's most popular maps, Cook-Off and Turbid Station, with good maps. and slight changes to the maps to make them fit to the new game as well as level cap rewards and over 200 bug fixes. Okay, okay. So, I guess, you know, to fix 200 bugs, the game had to be pretty buggy to be released <laughs> yeah, with, that's right? That's a lot. That's quite a bit. <laughs> um, what else did I write? Uh, the game launched with a lot of bugs, causing it to become one of Steam's lowest-rated games of all time. However, Starbreeze Studio announced it has no intentions of abandoning it and will continue to improve. Impressive. I know Starbreeze is always kind of, especially with Payday, been a lot of fan service. Yeah, Yeah, where they'll take any, if one of their guys in their writing department is a fan of a podcast, they'll be like, why don't we reach out to them and make skins of of them in the game? Yeah. Like I know uh, Ethan and Ela Klein from the H3 podcast uh, both have skins in the game with their own audio clips and everything. So they do a lot of fan service for that game. I mean, that's really cool. Uh, The game... Two was fantastic. I just haven't played three yet. I'm definitely going to give it a go one of yeah. these days. And with 200 bugs being fixed, eh, it might be a good time to try it out. It is a good, fun game to play with your friends. I mean, it's it's very repetitive, and once yeah. you get the maps down, it's like speedrunning them. But yeah. it's not a bad game. In other news, Turtle Beaches. You know, we know them for their headphones. Whatnot. I haven't even heard the name Turtle Beach since like high school. Since like 360 days. Uh, yeah, probably. like 2012 when people were like, oh, you gotta, have, if you don't have Turtle Beaches, what are, are you even doing? Are you even Call of Duty? You gotta have the Turtle Beaches. Um, anyways, <laughs> they're releasing a new controller and it's called the Stealth Ultra, offering a variety of premium features, including a dashboard screen built into the controller with smartphone capabilities. Interesting. What the... is the... Smartphone kit. What is what does the screen do then? So you, like, let's say you message me. Okay. And I'm playing my game. I no longer have to close my game interface. It's on my phone display on my controller, and I can do whatever. You your dashboard's there. You can select games, messages, invite friends without ever closing your game. That's kind of cool, but I don't think I've ever played a video game and not had my phone right in front of me for like when someone texts me. Yes. Like who doesn't have their phone in front of them? Uh, the controller also offers customizable features like RGB lighting and button remapping, which is pretty standard. Yeah, for I mean, you can get any now. custom controller uh, nowadays, yeah. Got a huge huge price tag on it, though, with $199.99. Okay. So $200 controller, pretty freaking pricey. I mean, that's not bad, though, because I feel like I pay 150 to 160 for a custom controller where you get, like, your gamer tag on it and everything. So if I'm going 200 for a controller that has a built-in screen for my iPhone, I don't feel like that's outrageous. Yeah, I guess that's true. Mm. If they customize it a little more, I feel like it'd be more justifiable in my head. There's no way I'm paying $200 for a controller. 
even with it's that. just it's getting too close to the price of a system yeah exactly exactly i mean what was the one not the steam deck but that playstation portable thing that oh, allowed you yes. how much was that was like 600 yeah, it was like 600 shit. bucks and you yeah. still needed it's like a you need you need to, to buy play. another playstation basically to play it on the go yeah <laughs> yeah so that was frustrating yeah um, Prices are just getting crazy these days. They really are. Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day, I remember buying a 64 controller for $15. <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate 3 just yeah. released its update Game of the year, absolutely. Get ready to hear it. See? Oh, I'll, I'll talk about that in just a second. <laughs> uh, got an update number five. Didn't read too much about it, but it said that it's uh, releasing new sco- new story content as well as new ways to play the game that okay. are already out there. We should have looked more into that because I, I swear when I clicked on that article, it was like just hot fixes and stuff. And I was really hoping to see story stuff because I know Lariat had said that Larian, what is it? Lariat. Watching too much Naruto. Larian had said. That there was no expansions, new story, anything coming to the game. That this was a complete game that they set out. Which is, to be fair, if they added like one story, it's still the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You're good. i just very curious if there is anything else. So, yeah. That's all I got for my video game news. But I, huh? it'd be cool if it, they put it in there. Yeah. Well, I got a... Uh, everybody has seen the news probably already. But I figure why not cover it. Uh, Eminem comes to Fortnite starting what? November 29th. Fortnite. Uh, we got three skins. They're called Rat Boy, Slim Shady, and Marshall Nevermore. Marshall uh, this Nevermore. is coming, I said November 29th. This is right before December 2nd at 2 p.m. where they kick off their Big Bang event. If you've looked at the OG map, I think I played yesterday, um, there's a giant meteorite coming through the sky. They're going to have another cataclysmic event like they do every it's time. End the world. Every time at Fortnite, they like, this will change the whole map. And then they a month later, they're like, guess what? We're doing it again for something else. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good, yeah. So new skins for Eminem. I believe he's doing a concert in Fortnite kind of thing. I, I believe that's also at the December 2nd, 2 p.m. to kick off the Big Bang event. Okay. M&M Fortnite concert. always does that kind of stuff, but... The, I think the craziest one. I think they did like an MLK memorial in Fortnite, and that was crazy. They did. Yeah, Epic was not on it on that one. <laughs> it was it was something. Uh, what else? We got Super Mario RPG remake. Ooh. There's a secret boss. Oh, <laughs> um, fans of the game will know that the secret bo- boss Kulex, which is like a 2D pixelated Final Fantasy creature, appeared in the old school Mario RPG where. You buy fireworks, you bring them to a girl in Moletown, trade it for a shiny stone, use the shiny stone on the locked door in Monstro Town, and you unlock Kulex as like a bonus fight. That's cool. Mario RPG Remake now has added in where you do all of that, you kill Kulex, you go through the game, you beat the game. Then you go back, you, let me write it there, I have it written down just so everybody can know how to do it. Uh, you beat the game, then you head to Marymore and stay at the night in. Okay. Stay the night in the fancy suite, my bad. Uh, then you head to Star Hill afterwards. There'll be a cutscene when you fall asleep in the inn. Uh, the guy at the inn will be like, something's happening in Star Hill. You head to Star Hill. All the stars are replaced now by, like, mega stars, basically. Okay. So you have to go back through the game, fighting every boss uh, at level 30 cap you need to be with specific items, team formations, that kind of stuff to help beat them all because they all have their own weird play style. 
Once you beat all of them, collect all the stars, you go back, trade in the new super shiny, very shiny stone, I think is what it's called, to the door that will be back where Kulex was locked. And it'll be a new Kulex bot battle where he's not 2D anymore. He's actually 3D like the remake. Looks good. New sound, everything. That's exciting. Yeah. So if you want to hop in on a cool Easter egg like that, go and check that out. Some Mario RPG remake. I know we've been playing Gotta it. Gotta beat it twice now. Yeah, I I think I I'm only had like the first star because I just picked it up the other day, but it, it is a fun just game. Just got my last star. <laughs> it's a fun game. <laughs> I've All been right. loving it. Uh, last thing I got for video game news is Destiny 2's The Final Shape Ooh. expansion delayed to June 4th following Bungie layoffs. Bungie just recently laid off 100 employees because, let's be frank, what is Bungie doing? Killing Destiny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so they have pushed back. I think this was announced for like last year. This was supposed to come out a while ago. Okay. Um, coming off the main storyline for Destiny. What did I say? June 4th it'll be coming out, but who knows if they'll lay off more people, keep pushing it back. I don't have high hopes for it. I kind of gave up on Destiny a little bit. Yeah, I gave up after the first one. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. But let's head into some nerd pop culture. Ooh. All right. Amazon Prime's Fallout show is coming April 12th, 2024. This is from the creators of Westworld, which is Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan, starring Ella Purnell as Lucy, who's venturing out of the vault to face a new world. Ooh. I can't wait for this. I, I have my doubts about it. After seeing the pictures, it looks good. It does look good. Yeah. They showed off. It looks power ex- armor. Yeah, it looks exactly like Fall. What's the newest one that I'm... Totally blank. 76. No, not 76. Sorry. Four. Before that. Yeah. Fallout 4. It, I feel like it's following more of that story than anything. Yeah. yeah. Seems pretty cool. It's it's going to be a good show. I would definitely tune into that one. They showed the vault off a little bit. Some ghouls. Some of the power armor. Oh, I mean, it, it yeah. looked pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, we got Sandman. Season 2 started filming November 29th, which happens to be the 35th anniversary of Neil Gaiman's original comic, Sandman. Oh, yeah, so I can't wait for this one. I love Sandman. I'm just glad first they started filming. Good. Oh, yeah. First season was very good. They had a lot of cameo characters in there, like Johanna Constantine. Yep. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to throw a Swamp Thing in there eventually, along with some other smaller... Maybe we'll see the Chaz. Oh. I would love that. Um, but I think this season, uh, Neil Gaiman has said, because he's working with the show writers on this a little bit, which is making it a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he has said that they're going to be covering a lot more of the other, oh, I don't know why I'm blanking on the names, the other dream god, basically. Oh, the uh, other dream gods. Yeah. I'm totally blanking on. There's dream, the, there's death. Na- yeah, there's the names despair. for them. They're all Ds. They all start with Yeah. Um, they're going to be covering that a lot more and getting to the whole backstory there. So I think it's going to be a good season. Yeah. Hell yeah. Desire is another one. Yeah. Dream Death Desire. Um, last one I got. Uh, Nosferatu remake starring Ooh. Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp is coming December 25th, 2024. Uh, I've never seen the original Nosferatu, but I can't imagine a vampire movie with Bill Skarsgård being bad. It was pretty scary. Dude is just Old school good scary. at being kind of scary. Yeah. The whole Skarsgård family is kind of good at being scary. They are. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to check that one out, but... That's all I got for some nerd pop culture. Nice. Well, I don't have too much, but I do have some good news. Spider-Man 4 is possible, but only under one condition, Tom Holland said. And for me to paraphrase here, he said that he loves the Spider-Man movies and is he wants to protect the image of Spider-Man. So no, okay. he will not do another movie 
just for the sake of doing another Spider-Man movie. It has to be has something to be good. worth putting Spider-Man on the screen for, and he said he'd come play it again. I I feel like, what else has Tom Holland been in that's been good? Like, good, good. I only know when him he, from Spider-Man. When he took over Spider-Man, it was good. Yeah. Like, it was some almost Tobey Maguire-level Spider-Man, because, I mean, you can't beat Tobey. Yeah, it was so good. Spider-Man 3 was But what bad. else has he been in? He was in that weird emotions mind-reading movie that I kind of saw clips of. The... Was that uh, voice acting? No, 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 no. This was an actual movie where people could like see someone's emotions and what they were thinking above their head, kind oh, of thing. It was I don't really think weird. I've seen that. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything he's like really been in. So, does he really have the room to say that he he won't be in it unless it's good? Like, you gotta take what you can get if you're not in everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're I not like you're that. not Robert Downey Jr. You can't <laughs> be like, I'm not doing it unless it's really good. I like that he's not doing it though, unless it's good, because I mean, you'll end up with a Spider-Man three in my mind, like Spider-Man one and two, Tobey Maguire. How great. dare you mock Spider-Man those dance moves? Were so bad. <laughs> that man danced his way into our hearts. <laughs> well, there was good parts of Spider-Man three. The Sandman villain was a perfect casting. Yeah, I, I mean, there was like fifteen villains in it. So I if you think didn't like one uh, of them, you choose one of the other ones. Eddie Brock was not well cast as Topher Grace. That wasn't that wasn't good. What about the return of the Green Goblin in it? Wasn't it the Hobgoblin yeah. that was supposed to be? But yeah. it, it didn't work out. It was really no, bad, I, yeah. yeah. I hated James that. Franco kind of messed that up a little bit, yeah. And I'm a James Franco fan in his comedies, but he should stay out of action movies. That's fair. I feel like he's got a creepy vibe to him. Yeah, he probably does have a creepy vibe to yeah. him. But I did like that uh, interview was hilarious. Pineapple Express. Oh, yeah, interview's great. I, I like could watch it. that over and over. Yeah. That was a good one. I liked it. <laughs> all right, what else you got? They hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> that's all I got for... <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got for uh, nerd pop culture. Let's jump over to some comic news. Let's get it. Um, so Berserker, for those of you that don't know, it is a comic written and created by... Well, not necessarily all written, but created by Keanu Reeves. He is the inspiration and the brain. I feel like he's kind of like a producer. Yeah. Yeah. He's the face of it and producer, but he doesn't probably doesn't do any of the actual writing, directory, anything like that. He's just a face and this will be a cool concept. And he's the lead role, sort of. Sort of. Yeah, I mean his face is used for the comic characters lead. Yeah. Uh but anyways, Berserker is I'm gonna restart this. Berserker is releasing a new comic called Berserker Fallen Empire Number One. Okay. It's coming out November 29th, so I believe it is out as of today. Today's the 30th. Yeah, so as we are recording this, is out, so it'll be probably a week out by the time you guys get this podcast. But I highly recommend you guys go and pick it up. I have loved the Berserker yep. series. It is not necessarily something super collectible. They print a whole bunch of them. Our heat kicked on, just in case you're hearing anything on the podcast. We're going to shut that off real quick. Sorry. <laughs> But it is super enjoyable. Um, I mean, he's just out there kicking ass, taking names. But you always wondered, where did he come from? That's a good point. They kind of go into the fact that he's just this immortal shit show. But they never really tell you how he became this way, who he is, anything like that. And that's where you'll find out in Berserker Fallen Empire number one. I like it. It is. And I'm going to read you a little tidbit from the back of the comic or whatever it is. Uh, The lone survivor of Olos, a long dead empire that once thrived, tells a tale of B's distant past. And B is Berserker, the main character, for those of you that don't know. And the death and cataclysm he brought forth. But what else did B find that have... That could have driven him to such violence. 
The heart is as much of a weapon as any in B's arsenal. Okay. Real so. sappy. Super sappy. Probably, I'm going to say, the death of his mother or family oh, or yeah. something. something like Drove that. him into the insanity. It's, no, it's, it's got to be a love thing where love he lost thing. the woman of his life or some, something like that. But his I'll whole empire gets wiped out. He's okay. the last survivor of it, to my knowledge. I wonder if they'll say that he's so old that he was like the king of an empire or something and it fell apart or something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, it's created by Keanu Reeves, written by Matt Tomlin, and the artist is Rebecca Isaacs, and Rebecca Isaacs did art for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I believe she's done a couple covers already of yeah. Berserk, possibly. I, I think she, don't know if she has done all of the Berserkers, like... No, because I think Grandpa did a couple. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting to hear about that Netflix series that they were talking about with Berserker. That would be Berserker, cool. Berserker, Berserk. Jesus, Berserk, I'm just Berserk. I'm all over the place. Just move on. Just move <laughs> on. <laughs> but that's all I got for comic news. All right, what do I got? Uh, Marvel is honoring Johnny Blaze's farewell as Ghost Rider with a Greg Capullo. Hopefully, I said your name right. Uh, variant cover for Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Jesus. Final Vengeance. Um. Yeah, they're they're done with Ghost Rider. Okay. Uh, Johnny Blaze is Ghost Rider. I should say. I think he's kind of ran his course. Was Johnny Blaze Nick Cage? Nick Cage yes, was I mean, he Blaze? played Johnny Blaze, yes. yeah. Um, but that's the character of Ghost Rider is Johnny Blaze. So he will be passing on the torch to someone else. We're not sure who the character is, but Ghost Rider's not going anywhere. It will be a new character. I'll... Whether or not there'll be a motorcycle riding person, a horse riding person, what they're going to do there, who knows. Um, I know they're ending this comic on... It has led up to the fact that the cult of Mephisto has something to do with the demon that is linked to Johnny Blaze to make him the Ghost Rider, and he is closing in on that in this comic series, and that's something's going to end. Okay, I was going to say, so how does he pass on his power? I assume he's going to defeat the cult or something, his powers will be taken from him, and then they will resurface again, maybe far into the future, who knows, in just another person. Okay. Because there always must be a ghost rider. There must be a ghost rider. Uh, And the only other comic news I got is Marvel announced Predator, The Last Hunt, the next chapter in writer Ed Brisson's Predator saga coming February 2024. Sorry if I said your name wrong. I do like the Predator and Alien comics. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Yeah, it looked like a fun one. It didn't look too futuristic. It looked more uh, primal again, which I like that kind of Predator. So they were on Earth maybe? Maybe. I'm not sure. I haven't read a whole lot of Predator comics. I have a couple of them just as to sell eventually, but yeah. <laughs> I haven't read them. I do like the Predator comics that are based on Earth when they yes. do Earth hunts. Yeah. Those are always my favorite. Those are always good. Uh, let's move on to some anime news. Ooh, baby. Uh, I got A Journey Through... Oh, this is a great title. I wasn't going to write this one down because usually I only write animes that I actually like to watch and whatnot. But when you, crazy, see, weird when you see a long title, you just got to write it oh, down. Man. A Journey Through Another World, Raising Kids While Adventuring, coming in 2024. This is an isekai about adventuring with two children. So basically, the premise of this one is man dies, goes to another universe. Oh, it's a fantasy world. I'm in a forest. I ran into two small children, but they can fight creatures with their bare hands. And then he takes them out of the forest and starts a guild with them, and then it turns into an isekai all of a sudden. So Interesting. Probably avoid that one, but uh, <laughs> I might watch the first episode just to <laughs> just be to like, wow, happens. that was crazy. 
Watch the animation be off the charts. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, just from the pictures, it does look like it's going to be good animation, which is sad. Um, God, I'm going to so mispronounce this one. Oshinoko anime opening, Idol, by the band Yosobi, became Spotify's most played song of 2023 in Japan. Haven't listened to it. After this podcast, we're going to listen to it to see how it is. Definitely should. I assume it's going to be a banger. I'm thinking it's going to be like the Attack on Titan kind of rock. No, the picture on this one, I don't know what Oshinoko is. I'm so sorry for any anime fans out there. I haven't watched it. Just based off the picture, I'd say it's some kind of singing idol star thing. Okay. That'd be my guess. Um, So we're definitely going to check that out after this and see why everybody in Japan loves it so much. I'm down. And then last one I got, Pokemon Horizons, the series, will release in the U.S. on February 23rd, 2024. This is four days before Pokemon Day 2024, which is the 27th. Uh, Yeah, it looks interesting. There's finally no Ash Ketchum anymore because we ended on that super sad, awesome Pokemon finale. Yeah. Um, This is a new chick. I think her name's someone with an L, like Lila or Loco or something like that. Um, I have no idea. She picks her new starter Pokemon, which I think is like Sprig Tree or something. Okay. I can't remember who it is. Um, Does she pick it or did Professor... I think she picks it from the Professor and then meets somebody who has like this ancient Pokeball that they're not sure how to open and the whole series is starting based off of that. That's okay. the only concept I kind of got from it. Looks interesting. There's no Ash Ketchum. There's no I want to be the Elite Four Master kind of thing. So I guess we got a new story for Pokemon. It'd be cool if Pikachu pops out of that ancient Pokeball with a beard. (laughs) It's Ash in a Pokeball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's all I got, then. All right. Well, for my anime news, I'm going to be throwing it back to something I am so excited for. It is coming out December 8th. That is just just over one week away. Just over seven days. And it is Studio Ghibli's and Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron. We're so close. I cannot wait. I'm a huge Studio Ghibli fan who's just talking about art styles and animations. Theirs is one of my favorites. You know, I really don't watch Studio Ghibli movies, and my girlfriend's just started making me start watching some of them. I think we just got through Kiki's Delivery Service and Howl's Moving Castle. They're all right. I okay. wouldn't say they're my favorite things ever. I I didn't hate them. May I recommend watching either Castle in the Sky Princess Manoke, or there's another one that I can't think of. Tales from Earth Sea. Okay. Those are my three favorites. All right, I'll check them out. I I'd say Kiki's Delivery Service, or no, we watched Spirited Away too. Spirited Away is alright. Um, I'd say Kiki's Delivery Service is probably my least favorite. Agreed. I just didn't connect with it. Um, Howl's Moving Castle was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought there were parts of it that I was like, this is dumb. Ponyos? Did you watch Ponyo? I haven't watched it. Yet. Like I said, I just started. I'm not a huge Studio Studio Ghibli fan. The art, I just love it. If I could live in that universe, I would. That's fair. The art style is good. I just some of the characters I just can't get to. I don't know the Witch of Sorrow or whatever her name was. Oh, that was so was... hard to get through. I was like, I just I'm not getting. There. Yeah, she was different. Um. What else you got? Um, but yeah, that's Boy in the Heron. Boy in the Heron. Yes, that's what we were talking about. My bad. <laughs> we need um, a pen in case anyone was curious. <laughs> freaking the voice actors they have for that one. Usually I'd watch almost all my anime and sub just because I like to read it. But the voice actors they have for Boy in the Heron are just yeah. too good. They got Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker. Got a.k.a. Robert, the Joker. A.k.a. the Joker. We got uh, Robert Pattinson. 
uh, who's Batman or Edward from Twilight. Uh, he's playing as the Heron, and in the previews, he was killing the Heron's voice. Like, and we got the Christian Bale, Willem Dafoe. I watch anything with Willem Dafoe. That's what I'm just, saying. The man Willem doesn't Dafoe. miss. Oh, so excited. But that's all I got for anime news. Go all watch right. the movie. You know what time it is. It's time for, for our, our battle, battle of the week. week. All right. Who do you think would win in a fight? Post Malone or Justin Bieber? Oh. The silence. <laughs> I'm going Post Malone. Why? The dude looks like he could fuck up Justin Bieber. Just I, don't, I feel quick. like in recent... More recent times, he's looking a little twiggy, almost. I feel, yeah, I felt like he he's like was skin and bones, kind of. Like, no, he, he used big, to be. Pudgy he used to and be. like kind of. I don't know. I feel like he started microdosing shrooms and stuff like that, and it just it all went. All was everything on him went away. Mm. <laughs> What's Justin Bieber looking like? He's still like scrawny. I thought he's no. Like Justin scrawny. Bieber's always got a little. Not, I wouldn't say he's big by any means. I'd say he's got the scrawny the. Skinny guy, built physique kind of thing. Where okay. like their muscles show that. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Um, I'm still sticking Post Malone. He'll I feel like they're both Crocs probably head. around the same height. I feel like Justin Bieber's been in more fights with the press and stuff like that. At least publicly. I've never seen Post Malone throw a punch in public. He's too like laid back. I feel like Justin Bieber might have this, dude. I feel like oh. he's, he's, he's got an anger problem. <laughs> All right, well, we might need you guys to decide. You let us know in the comments who's winning, but we know it's Justin Bieber. It's not Post Malone. Post Malone. (laughs) All right, what do you got? All right, for my battle of the week, who do you think would win in a fight? West Coast Barbie or East Coast Barbie? Wow. West Coast Barbie is from L.A., California. Okay, okay. East Coast Barbie is from New York, New York. All right, so this is basically a question of which girly girl do I think would win in a fight? An L.A. girl or what was the other one? New York. New York. You got West Coast Barbie, East Coast Barbie. I feel like L.A.'s got more of the party girl vibe. New York seems a little unhinged. She might do... She, anything could happen. I'm going New York specifically because I think New Yorkers are more crazy. There's just something off about them. I was thinking New York too because New York, I mean, they, they've seen everything. Everything's happened in New York. Nothing surprises them. I mean, New York I feel like Barbie's a girly girl from LA is just not going to beat the girly girl from New York. She does hard drugs. The LA girl or the New York girl? The New York girl. Well, probably. they both probably. <laughs> Let's be honest. They're just different drugs. Yeah. Who knows? You know, let us know in the comments, but I'm, go- I'm going New York. All right. I was thinking New York, too. All right. Are we wrong? Who knows? Who? <laughs> I think it's time to get back to gaming. Yeah, well, let's do it. Thank you guys for listening, and we will be back next week with another fantastic podcast, but uh, we're going to go back to streaming some games. Yeah, let's get it. All right, well, peace out, everyone. We'll see you next week. All right. Cut all that. It's all bad. Let's redo that exit. That exit was horrible. We're going to redo this. <laughs> redo the whole podcast. I got too high. Hey, here's the-